right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Great to have Chris here with us today. Um, Chris is our guest, Chris Massey. He's a senior manager of business transformation at Nable. Chris previously spent about 13 years helping an MSP grow from about 25 users to 25 employees to over 280. And at various times, he spent time leading the service desk, product, and marketing. Um, This included uh, building and marketing co-managed services to a variety of segments. Um, as part of his role at Nable, Chris spends time speaking with uh, managed service providers around the world to understand co-managed uh, best practices and everything that entails. So without further ado, we'll get started. Welcome, Chris. Thank you for joining today. Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me, man. This is uh, this is an awesome podcast that you do, and I'm glad to be part of it. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. And so to help everybody else get acquainted with you, I mean, I've, I've been spending probably the last year getting to know you a whole lot better, but... Yeah. but for everybody who doesn't know you, give me a little background of yourself, um, who you are, what your background is, and, and what you're currently doing. Yeah, you got it. So um, I sort of took um, a typical, you know, engineer, IT engineer, uh, Wintel guy path out of college, got a job uh, with a knock, third shift knock, working overnight in a hot, large hospital um, in a sort of a small town. And so got used to just staring at screens all day and looking at alerts and rerunning backups and, and switching tapes out and all of those sort of things. So that was fun. That was a fun job out of, out of college. But uh, I aspired to be more like many do and uh, had an opportunity to go work for a very small software firm and be do some sales engineering, some professional services. And so it was really cool to be in um, large businesses, um, large, small, medium-sized businesses, and see what they were dealing with as we sort of installed our software and, and did everything like that. Um, but I was traveling around the world. I was, I was all over the place. So um, I, you know, I decided, man, I, I really need to find something where I'm, I'm home a bit more because I was traveling about 75% of my life and uh, didn't see my wife much or fiance at the time. So, uh, so I found this little MSP um, in Northeastern Ohio and it was um, super cool. I was, uh, I joined the team and I like, I wasn't sure what the heck an MSP was. Uh, I'd, b- I'd been an engineer, done a bunch of things, ran storage teams, ran backup teams, things like that, but sort of came in like drinking from a fire hose and um, found out very quickly that it's a whole different level of craziness, right? I mean, you're sol- you solve one customer's problem and something completely different pops up. And oh, by the way, even though you're the wind cell guy or the, ser- the technician, the service desk guy, like you're being pulled every which way. And, and that was, uh, that made days go really fast, but it was also very stressful. And I, I think it, I built up some, some good rapport, some good skin, some good knowledge, right. Over the years. So Absolutely. I, uh, I grew up with this MSP. It was pretty cool. They were about, like you said, about 20, 25 employees when I joined, mm-hmm. um, was, was running the service delivery team. So I had the service desk under me. We were only about a four person service desk at the time. Um, which is still pretty good. We were supporting customers, you know, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then, um, you know, I had a knock team that would sort of take calls after hours. Um, and then after a couple of years, I had an opportunity to sort of move up and take over all like a bunch of the technicians sort of under me and manage those groups and had the cloud teams and folks like that under me. Um, and then we, we, we probably got to about 70, 80 employees uh, organically. And um, someone said to me, hey, like, we really need someone to sort of shape our products and figure out what should we be doing and talking to our customers and pricing and packaging and all that sort of stuff. So um, they, they 
created a role, a product management role for me. And um, so I moved into that role and I did it a number of different years. And it was probably one, one of the most enjoyable roles that I ever did because um, <laughs> I got to talk to a bunch of customers. I got to shape what it was that the MSP was delivering, really tailor it to, to these customers' needs and try to standardize on as much as we possibly could. So oh, yeah. did that for a number, number of years. And then um, I got this crazy idea, like, why don't I run the marketing team? Because why shouldn't an engineer run a marketing team, right? Oh, Brilliant so. idea. <laughs> so I did that for a couple of years. And that was a that was a different type of a, a, of a role, um, taking my knowledge of systems and platforms and what customers need and turning it into something that was legible and understandable by the general public. So um, so that was sort of my path. When I left a year ago, yeah, we were just just south of, of about 300 full-time employees. So we got really, really large. And then I had this great opportunity to join the Enable team. Uh, uh, one of the VPs here, Rob Wilburn, and I sort of created this, this group called Business Transformation. And Business Transformation is all about helping our partners grow their business and um, either grow their top line revenue, like ideas to like co-manage what we, we're going to talk about today with top line revenue, or even things around like operational efficiency. So how do we, what KPIs should we be following? What numbers should we be looking at um, in order to be able to drive our business forward and be as efficient as possible and get the most uh, net profit and, and uh, profitability? So uh, it's a great opportunity. Um, while I was the enable guy back in the day, my new role here is, is really um, MSP liaison, right? Like I'm spending a lot of time with partners and That's fair. talking to them about their business and different things that they could do. Some of it is stuff that I've done in the past, been successful at, failed at. Um, and some of it's stuff that I've just seen some of our other partners doing. So it's a really um, enjoyable role that I'm in today. Oh, that's good. And, and, and I can totally relate to the whole stress-filled role. I mean, MSPs are I think there's a, a, an invaluable place for MSPs in the marketplace today, um, but it is definitely a little bit drinking from a fire hose, especially when you've got all these different customers you're trying to standardize. Yeah, totally understand that. So perhaps maybe a different stressful role for you now. It's like it, this can maybe just transferred a little bit differently, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And so I kind, of, kind of this focus on co-managed IT, I, I feel like it's probably best to give us really what a description of co-managed IT is, because people may or may not be familiar with managed service providers do, mm -hmm. uh, but co-managed is a very specific role. And so can you define what it is and what it isn't? Yeah. And, and why don't I start with, let's just talk about the last couple of years. It's been crazy, huh? It's been crazy for just <laughs> the population, right? COVID. Um, I, I mean, just, it, it's been a really rough couple of years. And um, businesses are in that same boat. I mean, the, the, mm. there's sort of this, um, crossroads that I would say that, that businesses are in and really in like it departments are in. And so, you know, staffing challenges all time high, it's hard to keep employees and hire new employees high. You know, you have a, you have a salary range and you know, the, the, the perfect employee wants 30, 40% more. So there's lots of, there's, that's a good example. Security is a headline, right? So um, every, you know, we, for years we've seen it in the news, like, you know, some sort of a breach or some sort of a hack or some business making a mistake or not running backups. And so that hasn't gone away. Um, an interesting one, Nick, is like the missions changed of IT. Like when I talk to MSPs hmm. 
and, and even like internal IT companies. Like I've talked to several businesses yeah. and I'm just like, what's your IT? Like, what are the, what's their mission? And they used to say run IT, right? Like, like manage IT. That was my role. And it yeah. seems like today it's, well, we're focused with keeping these line of business platforms up and running. And then when I say, well, what about that other stuff? That's like, like, you know, your backups, they're like, well, yeah, that's important. But honestly, these three apps, if they are not online and running and, and working properly and, pro and, and they have the, the team has the support behind it, then we're going to fail as a business. So these are just examples of like, you know, challenges that I think businesses are struggling with. And so this concept of co-managed, I think helps with these. Now, co-managed is not new. It is something that's been a around for a long, long time. Matter of fact, I heard from uh, one of the folks in the sessions that, that I run around co-managed that used to be called wedge computing right back in the day, back when there was like mainframe and stuff like that, that was only slightly before <laughs> me, but, but not very far. Okay. And so the I'm idea of co-manage is, is, yeah, that's right. Right. I, I, I replaced reel to reel tapes back in my hospital days. Yeah. I know what all this stuff is, but anyway, co-managed it is really a service model that um, helps businesses determine what portions of it they, they want to keep in house and what portions they want to outsource. So something like, patch management, right? Like patch management, no one likes doing that, but it's really, really important to do. And so oh. if an internal team that was sort of stretched thin resources or whatever said, man, is there something we can partner with to just own patch management for us? Like make sure that that gets mm -hmm. done. We would happily pay them because as soon as I hire that person to do that, they either go somewhere else and get a more glamorous role or they get promoted up within the company. So that's just an example. Yeah. Patch is just one of many examples that um, I use for co for sort of a co-managed service. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's kind of um, a unique opportunity to sort of pair the convenience of like having the up-to-date resources, right? MSPs, are always up to date. They're always, hey, what's the new technology? What's the newest trends? What what sort of policies should I have in place? How do I over communicate? So all of these sort of things that MSPs have to do in order to support multiple customers, internal IT teams sometimes struggle with. And so co-manage is a neat opportunity to be able to take advantage of some of those sort of um, up-to-date resources and 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 pair them with those in-house in in-house uh, resources. So so that's what it is. Um, I like to say, and there's always an asterisk or a caveat with these, but I like to say that it isn't just sort of VAR services or software hardware resale. If um, if a company, you know, CDW, whoever is selling you something, you wouldn't really say, hey, that's co-managed services. Now, if they're wrapping a service, like they're going to, you know, deliver, you know, like install it, support it, deliver just that one thing, then, then, then yes. So it really, you, it has some sort of a, a service piece to it, labor behind it. That's really kind of what it is. It's not just sort of reselling of tools. Tools seem to always be part of the solution. It's just not the only piece of the solution. Um, something else that I always tell um, folks when they're asking, like, Hey, like I, I've had this a couple of times in, in some of my classes where they've said, or sessions where they said, you know, my goal is to get in there and sort of take over everything. That's not co-managed services. <laughs> it is truly about that relationship and that thing, that one thing, or maybe a couple of things, but that you've sort of partnered with that internal IT team. And so if you're an MSP that's going in and saying, 
man, I can't wait to get all this business. Like that may be what happens down the line at some point because they just realize how good you are, but that shouldn't be what, but what your goal is when you go in there, it should really be just being the best at that one thing and not taking over everything. Sure. And so even, even, um, to, to your point, I mean, even, okay, if you do a really good job and you're doing really good at this portion, we'll, we'll just use patch management maybe as an example, and you're doing really good at that. Perhaps they add another role to that, but like, it's kind of like this predefined, like we're not gonna necessarily jump in anybody else's boat and, and try to do something that there's already resources for. It's a very specific set of services. Yeah. Well, let's pick on patch for a minute. I think that's, um, mm -hmm. I think that's the easiest one for folks to, to understand. Right. And there's a bunch of things that have that go along with patch, right? There's the, um, approving, like which, which patches are you going to be able to deliver? There's the actual, um, de deployment of the patches. Sometimes there's a reboot, right. That, that happens, um, or that is required. Um, and sometimes hopefully not often, but sometimes you have, have to roll things back or, or restore from backup, right? Uh, because a patch uh, went, went haywire. So all of those different things are really um, things that you can put in scope or out of scope. Normally something like backup would be left out. That, like that's its own sort of thing. Maybe you do that as a co-managed service as well. And so if, you're, if you have that relationship with that internal IT team and you say, these are the things we're going to do. Um, and then these are the things that are sort of out of scope but we're going to work closely. And if you need our, our help or support on that, we'll help you there. But then down the line, they might say, you know what? We're not really happy with our backup product. And we just lost our backup guy. He retired or girl. Um, and, they, and they've gone off. And so now they're short staffed in another area. That's where the opportunities might come up. Look, just want to get your input. What are, what are the best tools out there? You know, is it an Enables Cove product? Yes, absolutely. It's the best. But, you know, there might be some other things that <laughs> there might be some other things that um, they're just looking for guidance on. And then maybe down the line, they might say, can you do that thing? Can you add that on top? So that's usually how we see that relationship mature over time. Hmm. Yeah, no, and it, it makes sense. And it keeps everybody happy. And so, so maybe this is a perfect segue into so you want to build a co-managed relationship either, you know, as an MSP or even from the customer standpoint, what makes a successful relationship? How, how, cause, cause I've, I've been in co-managed situations that are very uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it feels like everybody's trying to like one up each other and, and, and it's, yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you that leads to a very failed relationship, but so what does it take for each side? So what's it take as a provider? What's it take as a, as a, as a customer, as an internal IT team? What does it take to actually make that wheel go around and make it successful? Yeah, that's a good question. I like that you use the term relationship because that's truly what it is in co-manage. Um, when you're doing fully managed services, you're, you're responsible for everything, essentially. And there's, there's some maybe some examples where that isn't the case. But in many cases, you're their IT team, you're the internal IT team, and and somebody, maybe the, the executive team, or maybe they have an IT manager that's sort of giving you direction or guiding you. But in many cases, everything that you think should be done gets done because you put it into a plan and, and you put it forward. When, you're only, when you only have a slice of the pie and not the whole pie, um, having that relationship, not just at the top, and at the top is really, really critical. I mean, just in any sort of relationship, you want to have your executive, you know, the internal IT executive team really have that trust and, and foundational understand that your MSP can knock it out of the park. 
So that's really critical. But you kind of hit the, 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 the nail on the head there that deep down, um, like those engineers, they're the ones that are like looking over their shoulder in many cases. And that's no good. That's no good in any sort of partnership, right? You want there to be trust and trust doesn't happen overnight. I wish I could tell you there's a, there's a easy silver bullet or something like that, but trust doesn't happen overnight. So there's, there's a couple of things that I've seen work really well. If the internal technicians are involved early on in the sort of negotiation process or the conversation of like, hey, we're thinking about outsourcing patch. Um, I think it's a good opportunity to get similar types of personalities, right? Like get those personalities on the on the internal uh, IT team and the personalities, the technicians on the, the MSP team together. Um, have some sort of a, a, a meeting, a, a, some, some sort of a, of a chance for them to get to know each other, what their skill set is, where they've been together. Hopefully gain a little bit of mutual respect. Doesn't happen in the 30-minute meeting, but, mm. but to do it early on. <laughs> and if you've got that, that technician on the MSP side that is all about, we want to make you look better. Like, I promise you I'm not taking credit for the million things that you do after hours, before hours, all that other stuff. Our goal isn't to take over the rest of your, um, you know, your work. Um, we just want to take some of the stuff off your plate so that you can focus on it. So when the internal team understands, wow, like I really do hate patch. And as long as that's all they're going to do and they're going to make me look good, I think that's a, that's a really great relationship. But the proof's in the pudding, right? I mean, down the line, like the first instance that an MSP has a chance to go, oh, well, internal IT guy is, or girl isn't doing this right, that sort of soils the relationship. So I think in a partnership, you're always trying to say, hey, I, I saw this thing. It's a little out of scope, but I wanted to make you aware. If you need any help, let me know. But, but I just wanted to make you aware about this thing. And then when you get a chance yeah. and you see something that that internal team has done, really, really like stellar, like, wow, I couldn't have done it any better. I think that's a great opportunity for your MSP to sort of, you know, run that up the chain, almost give kudos where kudos is deserved. Yes, they should know what their internal team's probably working on, but in many cases they don't. And when you hear somebody from an MSP, like a like a, in a co-manager situation, go, "Wow, he he said I really know what I, I'm doing when it comes to vir uh, virtualization," and gave me kudos to the CEO or whatever it is. I mean, that goes a long way. It really starts to build that trust. Yeah. I think the other piece I already sort of hit on it is successful co-manager relationships are very, very like well-defined. And again, I'll go back to patch. Mm -hmm. I named those four or five different things that are sort of part of patch. Yeah. Like it can't be just assumed that the MSP is doing all those things, right? You know, the a patch approval is a really important thing. Like an internal IT team might not want to deploy every single Windows patch or Linux patch. They may only want to do, um, you know, criticals or urgent patches. And so, Having that understanding ahead of time and then saying, look, we trust you, you've done your research, you guys own that, or give us research, give us the ability to approve those patches and we'll go through. So that's a good example. Restores are another one. Normally a backup and a restore is not part of that patch piece. And But if you don't make it very, very clear during that co-managed relationship that, that that's out of scope, there can always be a finger pointing exercise. Well, wait, so this patch failed, they opened up a ticket to do the restore, but Shouldn't have they just done the restore? Well, you need to make sure that that's very, very clear at the beginning 
so that it's a, you know, it's just a sort of a homogeneous, a, a, a great synergy. So it comes with practice. Um, and I think just having some cooth, right? Like not stealing internal guys away. You never want to have an MSP that goes, man, I really like this guy. Let's take this guy on our team. <laughs> that opportunity, when you build that relationship, it becomes really easy to do those sort of things. And you want to stare away from that. You know, you want to make them better, train them. If they ask for help, give them help, even if it's slightly out of scope, right? I mean, that's a good, good faith gesture to sort of win them over within reason. But, um, but just do your best to sort of, you know, keep things, keep things tight. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. I mean, the, probably the one word I heard you say the most is, is really, is trust. And so yeah. building that trust starts probably with a really clearly defined uh, uh, the scope of work, scope of work. Plus, I mean, even what I thought I heard you say too is even a well-defined process. So even for example, we'll continue to pick on patching. Okay, you have patching. Now does the entire team understand a process? So maybe as uh, as the the, the, the co-managed provider, you're saying, okay, our normal processes, we got new updates. It's Windows, it's Windows Tuesday. Uh, we're gonna right. got a bunch of new patches. We know security is approved. Now here's the other ones. And it, it builds a very much cohesive process, continuing to build that trust factor. Um, and, and, and I think you alluded to this earlier, and it was basically IT has dramatically changed. And so even the evolution of co-managed is, pretty much changing on on sure. a weekly monthly basis because all these new cloud products or, or new vendors uh, new startups that are just coming into the fold okay well like how are we balancing all this and let alone the cybersecurity discussion um so it, it's yeah i i totally hear you and and building that trust factor is is, is so so important especially when things are <laughs> changing all the time yeah um for sure no that's great great um one thing I wanted to hit on is because, so co-managed is, is a very, again, it's a very specific thing. What industries, what particular verticals, people like to use that word verticals, what, what are, where is that appropriate? Is it only appropriate in certain verticals or does it, like what, what's that depend upon? It's a good question, Nick. I think um, it's absolutely possible in, in a number of different verticals. What, what I normally see is, MSPs will usually kick the tires just sort of in the SMB space to sort of see if like what they're doing, what the way they've structured their co-managed offering is actually going to work. And I'll say that sometimes the SMB space is a little bit harder because, uh, you know, they don't necessarily always have the best or the most um, highly trained. They don't have a full team of IT folks. And so it may be one person that's sort of stretched very, very thin. And now you're coming in and you're only taking a piece of it. Well, you know, and that's where I see a lot of the sort of finger pointing sometimes happen is when it's just the, the, the team is overwhelmed to begin with. And maybe management didn't give the MSP enough from a co-managed perspective. I think it's easier. It's easier. It's easier and a little bit more um, um, like tailored as you move up market, right? So I think that's one of the really benefits, the really key benefits of co-managed is it's a great way to move up market. So you specifically asked about verticals. I have seen it work very well in healthcare. There's especially in sort of the um, doctor's offices and, and places where, you know, they may be focused on the more critical things, but they're still, you know, the critical applications, the EMRs, things like that. But there are still machines and devices and endpoints and things like that that are just sort of uh, undermanaged, if you will. 
And so it's a great opportunity for um, MSPs to come in and take some of those things off. Um, manufacturing is another one. Um, there's normally a, a team in place that's, that's the IT team and they're focused uh, a lot around the networking and the AP and even the automation that's in, the, in those systems. But again, some of those Linux machines and, and those um, endpoints that are, that are in those different factories sometimes they're just haven't been touched in years. And so it's a, again, it's instead of coming in and saying, look, we're going to do it all. Cause, cause does your MSP really know anything about manufacturing automation or writing that? Yeah. So then you can come in and say, well, what are the, what are your biggest pain points right now? Well, we've got these thousand endpoints that just haven't been patched and haven't been backed up or backed up successfully. And so would really be great if somebody could take that off the plate. So that's a great one. So those are some big ones. Finance would be another one that I, I think I've, I've seen it um, sort of pop up a little bit more, um, you know, banks. And, and again, that, that requires another level of, of sort of certification and everything like that to be able to support those those verticals. But I think that's another place where um, I've seen co-manage work really well. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's great because, I mean, to your point even about SMBs, I mean, it's almost like, they're typically smaller in nature. So, so yep. the, even the workload and the amount that's there to track is, it's just, a, it's just a natural conflict, <laughs> I feel like. Right. Um, and another point I, I, and I, you didn't say this, but I'm putting this together. I'm going to put words in your mouth real quick. Yeah. And it, basically a lot of these internal IT teams are focused on what makes them money. Mm -hmm. And, and, and really where a good co-managed situation comes in where, where, th is where things can essentially lose the money. Not, not necessarily that's a money maker. You know, a lot of internal teams are focused. Manufacturing um, is about automation, processing, um, you know, making sure all the robotics are, are, are working and aligned. Yet there's all those things behind the scenes that's not being paid attention to yet invaluable to keep the company going. Um, you know, it's not necessarily backing up every system isn't necessarily making them money, but boy, it'll lose the money in a hurry when it's not, when it's not done well or done at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm putting words in your mouth, but that's kind of what I'm hearing you say right there. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it kind of reminds me of the early days of backup when you were still trying to convince mm -hmm. businesses that backup was critical, right? And I, I ran a backup team in my um, earlier days. And I used to always have this motto, nobody cares about backup, they only care about restores. But when you haven't had a high visible, high visibility sort of restore that's necessary or machine go down, you start to look at something like that and you go, man, why are we spending money on, why do we have five people that are supporting our backup environment? This is really important because if any of those machines are, are gone or we have a disaster, like that's a last line of defense, not to mention disaster recovery and planning to restore things like that. So you're, um, you're onto it, Nick, like, Co-managed can be looked at as a sometimes more affordable option to provide some um, extra layers of um, sort of attention and um, specialization, right? In many cases, you, you mentioned it earlier, technology is getting very advanced. And uh, a lot of times internal IT teams might not have that stat, that resource on staff, that public cloud resource or or that network resource. And, and so that's where sometimes, um, co you know, MSPs can come in and go, well, look, we, we've got four or five of those folks. And why don't we just dedicate that, um, the, you know, uh, essentially dedicate, you're not giving them a person, but they're going to feel like they're getting a person that that really can can right. fill that role for the, for the internal IT team. 
Right. And, and even adding on to what you said there about technology getting complicated, I'll use Enables Cove product, for example. Uh, you know, Enables product when it, version one, you know, it's, it's probably a little maybe simplistic. Maybe I shouldn't maybe say that. That's not fair to you guys. But, yeah. you know, version two gets a little bit more complicated. Version three gets a little bit more complicated yeah. because you're adding all these feature sets because technology, again, is expanding rapidly. And so, like, who's keeping up with that? Because no matter who you go with out there, I mean, all this technology and vendors and providers are, it's just changing. So how do you know that things are being done correctly at all? I mean, because again, you know, you go back to the 90s, things are very simple. You, you could probably learn quite a bit uh, because they're pretty much all doing the same thing. You know, there's not, the technology hasn't necessarily broadened uh, to, to, to the point where, where you need somebody individually. Um, but now today it's like, well, that's just, that's just how it is. Enables code product is extremely, uh, you know, complex probably isn't the right word, but like um, it, it can do all these fun, cool things. And if, unless you have a person really tuning into what it offers, you're gonna really miss out on all the really cool things it can do. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, and same with patch management. If, unless you have somebody there keeping up understanding what's coming out and the latest and greatest it's, it's gonna it probably won't end up very well or be done very inefficiently yeah and it, it, you know if you think about as an internal it team you know they bought this product again years ago and um they're they're being asked to get the most out of it but in many cases they just they've just lost track right i mean that cycled yeah. through a couple of different folks and so I like to, to compare what MSPs can do with those in those sort of situations, similar to what we do, right? I mean, same sort of thing in Central 13 years ago when I was using it, looks completely different um, today than it did wow. then. And so it's it's really important to have groups of people inside of our organization, like our nerds team, like our PSEs, mm -hmm. like our growth strategists, like all of these sort of folks that can say, look, where are you struggling? Do you need, you need a health check? Do you need to sort of figure out where you are today? So the MSPs can do that, that same sort of health check, uh, like through an assessment, right? I mean, that's a great way to get uh, sort of your foot in the door with a co-managed opportunity. You know, we used to use assessments to say, these are all the things wrong and we'll fix them all, right? To be able to come in and, and do managed services. Um, you know, it might be different to say, well, you're doing a lot of stuff good, but yeah, your patch needs the most work or your backup needs the most help. And so why don't we just help you with that? Why don't we take that off your load, off your plate for you? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cause, cause at the end of the day, it's not about even necessarily doing something wrong. You know, you might end up in an organization right. where, Hey, you know what? The internal IT team is doing a pretty darn good job. However, are they taking full advantage of it? Are, are they really losing efficiency because they're, they're still not even up to date on what the latest and greatest is in this backup market or patching or, or a network operation center, a knock system, you know? Again, yeah. you know, keep efficiency just as important today, especially in in light of uh, some of the hiring problems people are having out there. So, so efficiency is so critical. It's really hard to put a return on investment on that at times, and that's where I feel like companies can struggle with that because uh, all because the, all they're seeing as a is because you again you um, I keep putting words in your mouth. I like this. Um, you you said affordable earlier, um, and mm -hmm. and I think that's a correct word because it's not cheap. All this no. technology here and, and what you're bringing into the, into that role is is value. So understanding the return beyond just what you're paying on the invoice is super important. Um, so yep. anyways, I'm off my soapbox now. No, love it, man. You're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid just like I am. Yep. Yeah, that's right, man.
<laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I want to start trying to wind down this conversation. Um, yeah. so thinking about co-manage as a whole, I mean, I think you alluded to this earlier, a failed relationship obviously is a breakdown of trust. Is there anything that goes into that relationship that would lead to a, a quick and utter failure? Yeah, I think, um, I think there's two things that I can think about that sort of immediately or, or in the end, um, send a co-managed uh, relationship into a disaster, right? And that is, um, we talked about it earlier about sort of the overstepping the bounds, right? If, if the MSP comes in and says, yep, we signed up for patch, but man, once we're in there, we'll be able to see so much more stuff. And then we're just gonna, we're gonna say, look, we're gonna take this off your plate. We're gonna take this off your plate. Again, it's really hard because for years and years and years as MSPs, we've been told cross-sell, cross-sell, upsell, cross-sell, upsell. When you're into these opportunities, you know, they don't have backup today, try to sell backup. You're still doing that, but you're not doing it so um, sort of egregiously, not like outwardly. Um, you're just making it known to the MS, to the internal IT team that you have those capabilities in-house. And when you when they need them, they can reach out to you. But the minute the technician starts going, ah, we've been doing that forever. Like, like yeah. we do that better than you guys. Like any sort of making an internal team sort of feel and feel inferior. Again, that relationship gets pretty, pretty soiled. Um, the other thing too, I think uh, is really, really important. I, I should have called this out and, and a, a successful relationship communication. Mm -hmm. Like we have, um, you know, VCIOs and, uh, uh, you know, PSMs, different sort of roles that are usually that liaison. Sometimes they're even project managers, liaison, like on a frequent basis when in our fully man managed uh, deals. It's really critical that you have that both at the sort of business side or project side of the house, because it is just a big project that you're delivering over, over and over and over again on a monthly basis. But also in the engineering side of the house too, Nick, like, like it's it's critical that if I, I called it out earlier, if you see something wrong, um, or you need something from an internal IT team, that that gets documented, that that gets sort of acknowledged or accepted by the internal IT team, and then that gets reviewed down the line. Like I always say, in in co-managed relationships, it's really critical that sort of on a monthly basis, you're taking a look at things that are being escalated one way and escalated the other way, right? Because it's going to happen. And then you might need to have a, a, a call and say, look, a couple of these things are out of our scope and that's why we sent them back. So you shouldn't be sending them our direction. If none of that's happening, then behind the scenes, one team's going, man, they're not doing their job. And the other team's doing, man, they're not helping us out at all. And that actually really soils the relationship. So I think communication is sort of 1B next to the relationship. Like it is just absolutely critical that you are over, almost over communicating. Hey, we're responsible for patch, but I saw this drive is filling up and like, this is going to be a problem. So I want you guys to like, let you guys know about that. So you can take care of that. So that patches don't fail. Any things like that, like that you see that are sort of outside of scope, making them aware, docking that, documenting them in a PSA, opening tickets, preferably in, in um, yours and their PSA so that they can, they can see how that things go. And if they don't have a PSA, which a lot of internal teams don't have, bring them on yours, yeah. you know, bring them into your PSA, allow them to sort of see their own incidents, open up their own incidents. I mean, that's a great opportunity for them to go, wow, 
we're struggling a lot more than we thought we were because we just weren't documenting things correctly. So those are some of the things that I think cause problems in co-managed relationships. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, exactly. Nope. I would agree with that because I've had firsthand experience with some of that. So yeah. <laughs> can, uh, I can reaffirm what you have there. Thinking of the last couple words of this conversation, are, are there any final thoughts that you would like to to convey about co-managed services? And, and it really is a kind of an open book. Um, if you have anything specific um, that you wanted to make you make sure you had a quick note of a co-managed, I, I kind of want to leave that open for you. Yeah, I thanks for that because uh, uh, if you haven't been able to tell from the conversation, I am a huge fan. Um, I think it is absolutely one of the best ways for MSPs to grow to go up market. And what we've seen is it's the largest um, organic growth driver for mature MSPs in the last number of years. It's just an absolute great way for them to take something they've already been doing and, uh, and, and go to market with it, go up market with it. Um, I love it because it, it, like it's super, super attractive because you don't need to hire new people, right? I mean, you've already got a team that's supporting patch. So for you to go out tomorrow and do co-manage patch, you shouldn't need to hire anybody. Down the line, you may need to add staff to that. But tomorrow, to, to launch that offering, you're going to need just time and effort to sort of go through and proceduralize and figure out how you're going to handle the back and forth. Um, you're able to provide that wider range of, um, of, of your services to, to a wider range of prospects, right? If you think about, you know, this is my box that I stay in. These are my targets. And I never go outside that box. I don't want to go over 100 employees, for example. Think about what it would take to go to 200 and just deliver that co-managed service or 250 or mm. 400 or 500, whatever it may be, and go to larger and larger businesses. Um, do it in a um, strategic fashion. I have been in situations where I've gone too large too fast, and um, those those can be a, a bit of a challenge. So your team should be prepared. And so it's always good to sort of go up market a bit, test the waters, feel it out, make some adjustments to your process, and then continue to expand. And then I think we, we talked about it earlier, like the, the ability to address these IT shortages that so many companies are, are struggling with. Um, it's kind of a no brainer for internal IT. When someone can come to you and say, look, we'll, we can start tomorrow, right? Like we can get this going. This is what we need to do. Steps A, B, and C to be able to get started. And we'll take that off your hands. Otherwise you've got someone that's gonna probably quit. You might have another, you might have another skill shortage if you continue to stretch your guys, so, guys and girls so thin. So I think those are just absolutely um, extremely attractive reasons why more MSPs should look at it uh, at co-managed. But it's not for everybody. If you in your mind are thinking, "Man, I'm going to take over the world," <laughs> uh, you know, and and as an as an internal IT team, right? If if you struggle with, you know, giving up any part of the reins, then maybe co-managed isn't for you. But I tell you what, um, I've seen it be so successful in the past with so many different size businesses. So I'm just really, really excited about it. Yeah, no, it, yeah. It's been very clear to ever since we got to know each other um, over the past year. I mean, it's it's the world you're living in and it's, it's a big, it's an up and coming world. It's a big portion of what people can utilize today to really expand uh, at either as an IT service provider or even just like the, the, the internal IT teams, man, I mean, talked about it again and again the leverage you can have to grow is, is really incredible um just has to be done very well and very specifically that's right um so yeah that's great well chris thank you so much for your time today um 
for anybody out there, I will make sure that um, Chris's information is available to you. Um, don't heckle the poor man, but we'll, <laughs> if you do have any clarifying questions, uh, you can reach out to me or Chris, um, especially thinking about the co-manage and, and in the broader sense of what it is. Um, but until then, Chris, I, I appreciate your time and I'll let you back to your world. It was my pleasure, Nick. Thank you so much for having me. And you have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah, thanks. You too.